Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of Christ. Hello, this is Rick and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 88, year two. Now, I have to apologize. It has been a while since I've recorded in this main Presence Podcast mode. And, well, life has been busy, life has been full, I got a little bit um, lazy spiritually and so forth over the summer months, but here I am. And I'm back today in part because it was a really good day and I wanted to share really a, a third, and actually it's not the third, it's actually the fourth by my calculations, time experiencing something really, really remarkable. And I didn't want to let this pass. I also had a few minutes this evening when I was expecting to be doing something else, but I figured that the night is still relatively young. It's not bedtime yet. It is a beautiful evening, late summer eve of the fall, which starts tomorrow evening here as I sit on my screened in patio porch, serenity place or shalom place, as I call it interchangeably that I wanted to record this again. It had been a while, but I wanted to do it again. And I hope whether you're a first time listener or you've been listening to this podcast in the, I think probably close to 500 episodes now, I haven't counted them, but it's probably close to that many, whether you've listened before or not, I'm glad you're here as I share with you how I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open today to experience the presence of Christ. Now, this is in reference, or really as, like I said, part four, to something that I was able to record part two way back in, I think it was February. I don't have the date in front of me. But it is episode number 27, year two. And that episode was titled, the same as this episode, Presence in My Students Preaching. Now, it's actually number four, fourth time I've heard this, but we're going to call this three just for consistency's sake. I'm not going to give you the name of this student because, again, I keep names anonymous, especially with my students. But I call her RJ. RJ is now a junior. She was in my first period freshman religion class way back her freshman year. And we've stayed in touch ever since then. And and she is really a remarkable, remarkable young African-American lady, woman. And um, it, 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 I knew something was unique when she, um, I think it was maybe the first day of my class, maybe the second or third, she came up to me and she said, I'm a preacher at my church. And I sort of was, okay, you know, what what exactly did that mean? And she said, I have a website, a blog, and she didn't just tell me the blog address, she handed me her card. And she said, I have a preaching book or a notebook with my notes of ideas and scripture and references for her preaching. Would you like to see it? She offered. And I borrowed it and looked at it and was amazed at the thoughtfulness that she had, the 
intricacy, the colorful writing and multiple drawings that she interspersed with her writing. It was, it was really, really phenomenal. And when she invited me for the first time to her church to hear her preach, I enthusiastically went. And it was a wonderful experience. The people were so welcoming. And so I went a second time and a third time, which I think was before school got out. So it would have been in like May. I didn't record a podcast for it. I went back and double checked. But this was the fourth time. And actually the third time, the one in May, was really the most powerful and emotional for me because after getting up during the uh, special intentions and praying for victims of school violence and sharing that I was a teacher and this is something that is close to my heart and my soul, the uh, pastor, Pastor Vaughn, invited me up actually later uh, in the service to uh, share with him, participate with him in a blessing of the students. And, and it, it brought tears to my eyes. It was just so powerful and so hospitable and so, so special and so memorable uh, that he would recognize me in my role as religion teacher, albeit in a different denomination. But it didn't really matter to him because he understood the, the importance of the teaching and the mentoring and the guidance that I have given to, to RJ and um, how I, like he, has been, have nurtured her gifts. And it truly, truly is a gift, truly a calling that this um, young woman has. So I appreciate it if you would stay with me through the break. When we return, I'll, I'll tell you about her preaching, what she preached on. I'll share with you a little bit of um, something else that she did during the service that I had not seen her do before. Um, and then just conclude with some thoughts about the presence of Christ that I experienced so, so powerfully in the midst of this worship today. Well, thank you for staying with me through the short break. As I was saying, RJ, before she preached today, did something that I had not seen her do before in my three previous times there. She led the congregation in a rap. Well, she didn't really lead the congregation as much as she rapped in rhyme and um, quite effectively, I must say, and urged the congregation to participate with a, a refrain that she um, she taught us and then encouraged us to say with her. And it really was quite something. Um, I don't often hear rap in the church services that I go to. And I gotta say, it was kind of refreshing to hear that and clap along with that and participate with that today. Well, when it came time for her sermon, it was the fourth part of a series that I guess now I've heard all four parts. And it was about the famous parable of the seeds and the different soils. And today was the last part of the good soil and allowing God to grow 
the seeds of God's love and God's faith, God's presence, God's grace, grow within our hearts. And she um, she used a, um, I guess it would be a mnemonic phrase to remember, and it was about saying yes to God. And she says that the yes stands for, uh, let's see, you elevate spiritually. So anytime that we say yes to God, what we do is you elevate spiritually. And um, and I thought that was kind of cool. And I like that. And um, I'm going to remember that. And overall, it was, um, it was just so wonderful. She has the presence and the depth and the scriptural knowledge and, and so, so much more. And it, it's always so exciting for me to see anyone use their gifts in a way that is life-affirming and generous. Seeing RJ do that is, it just warms my heart as her teacher and as a brother in faith. And I think that's where I, I most felt Christ's presence today was actually after she preached when it came time for a baptism of this cute, cute little guy, seven months, I believe. His name was appropriately Isaiah. And he was just looking at the pastor and and so curious and so interested um, and just very, very, very sweet little guy. And I was um, just really struck. It was, it was kind of funny because the the pastor, who is also African-American, as most of the congregation there today uh, was, probably actually all of it except for me and um, a number of my colleagues, other teachers of RJ who were there as visitors, he um, is very outspoken in, in, in his preaching and in his um, just the whole way that he leads a service. You know, very, I would describe it as, as very gospel centric and um, he kind of paused and pulled out the, the book of prayer and he, he said before the baptismal prayer uh, the baptismal rite he said um, you know he kind of apologized he said this is really formal but these words are important and and he read them and I was struck by the fact that it is baptism which unites all of Christ's followers it is through baptism that we are transformed and brought formally initiated fully into Christ's body, which is the church. And this is church not broken by denomination or branch or history. No, it is church singular. The church that is here today of Christ's followers and the church that has spanned across time and space and traditions and languages and people and places. It, it's all the same church. And I was struck by that today in, in Pastor Vaughn's words and in his, the, I guess, just how beautiful and holy the baptism felt in, in his, under his, and through his guidance. And also lastly, felt Christ's presence in a little nudge and a little reminder, because not once 
was politics mentioned, except a reminder during the announcements that the deadline to register to vote in the next election, which is the November election, is coming up soon. And um, one older lady was saying amen, amen during this announcement. And, and it was a reminder to me and to all of us, I think, gathered that part of our responsibility as followers of Christ is civic participation, voting, and being a part of the democratic process. That being said, it was so good to not hear politics, even though it's definitely on my mind and wondering this week as more unfolds of a absolutely reprehensible alleged crime, alleged betrayal of America, really, that the president apparently has done. And um, I pray for our nation and I'm grateful, though, that that wasn't a part of the worship today, that I could be freed from having that on my thoughts and in my mind. And rather than feel frustration and fear and anger and all of that stuff that comes to me when I am in the midst of the political situation that we are in the midst of as a nation right now, I didn't have to focus on that. I could feel and experience and be carried and held in the loving presence and grace of Christ. So it was very good to be there, and I'm so glad I can share this with you. And I ask you in conclusion, when have you experienced the grace of Christ, the presence of God, the singing and rapping and preaching and And if that's not your cup of tea, what has been the pathway, the vehicle, the means of God's love for you recently? How have you felt that? How have you known that? How have you shared that with others in your life? Friends, strangers, relatives, colleagues, whomever it may be. How have you done that recently? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.